This is the best stuff. Straight from the Merrickville Catch-Up Podcast. Such a good show. I'd listen to that. Download it from the AAA map. And a young woman called Hannah Mouncey uh, has been knocked back uh, as a transgender footballer uh, for her nomination in today's AFL Women's Draft. Uh, the AFL said that uh, Mouncey's physical disparity was significant and that would give her an unreasonable advantage when competing in the AFLW. So yep. the women's league, which is only in its first year. Yeah. Um, and they said she's, you know, she's 190 centimetres tall. Right. And weighs 100 kilograms. Male or female, that's a big unit. Yeah. Mm. Right. And if you're playing any sport and somebody of that size, that's a, that's a size of a human that you need to be aware of. Right. And recognise. Anyway, uh, she's been playing football for Ainsley in the AFL, uh, AFL's Canberra women's competition. And uh, she's done quite well there. Um, but there is a lot of discussion about whether or not she should be allowed to play at what level and at what time, right? As part of her transition from a male to a female, a part of that process is ongoing. It's not something that happens overnight, of course. Right. So some of the discussion has been about when, when that should happen. Now there's a, a, a trans, uh, gender, um, advocate and, uh, a woman called Kate McGregor. I've got an enormous amount of respect for was formerly in the armed forces. And I watched some vision of her talking about it today Yeah, and she's very articulate. And she said, look, you know, Hannah's journey is only part of the way there. Right. And at some stage her physicality will change, which may allow her to do it. But obviously people are intimidated by somebody of a hundred kilograms in an AFL women's comp. Right. What are, your, what are your thoughts, Hammer? I mean, I know that you're certainly very supportive of the transgender community. Yeah. Look, it is a, it is an odd one. You know, uh, I, I, well, there's two things. One is, uh, you know, you don't take into account that the process is ongoing. I think mm. uh, we're a little bit too black and white with these things where we think, yep. oh, they've transitioned. They were once uh, a man and now they're a woman or vice versa. Yep. And they think it's just done. But it, it is a bit of a journey. So I can... So there's a part of me that understands where maybe the AFL is saying she's not quite in that position yet. But on the other hand, you know, uh, I'm just going to say it. Like, I, I know she's a big unit, but sports full of big units. And, mm. you know, like, like mm. I'm, I'm a short ass and I used to play basketball. I was terrified of every guy that I was coming up mm. against. And you, you didn't other stop other people from playing because they were bigger. Mm. So, and I also think maybe... You know, the, the women who play in the uh, in the Women's AFL League uh, are amazing. I'm a big fan of Erin Phillips. I yep, loved her yep. when she played basketball. She plays for the Adelaide Crows. I'm She's... a paid member of, of one of the AFL women's teams. Colin right. Well, they're all fantastic anyway. I feel like it. I just think it would be another challenge. Well, listen, we'll talk about challenges. I mean, not only has she got the challenges of playing, but also too, her team would have challenges. And we've got her coach from her uh, from her team uh, on the line now. Chris Rook joins us. G'day, Chris. How are you, mate? Good, thanks, Merrick. Yourself? Good, mate. Let's talk about some of these challenges that uh, Hannah's faced, and we'll get your opinion on whether or not Hannah Mounty should uh, be able to play at that uh, higher level. Yep. Yeah, I think, uh, look, I'm, I'm a big advocate. I think uh, she's been uh, allowed to play in the local competition. Um, yet, I heard you speaking before, and she is a big unit, but um, she's not the most mobile unit, you know, going around either. So um, there's got to be a fair bit taken to it, and, you know, she played here for a year, and she certainly hasn't caused any damage in our league. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. And how have the the other women in her team embraced Hannah, and also to you know the uh, the competition, you know the other teams? How how do they feel feel when they you know they take the field and they see somebody of her stature on the ground? 
Uh, look, our girls really embraced it once she was given the OK to play. I mean, uh, they took her in and the whole club supported her and, uh, you know, they were happy to run out with her. The opposition certainly, uh, certainly the supporters were more, uh, had more to say than, uh, than the players. Um, women's footy up here, I mean, most of the women that play are pretty fearless anyway. But, uh, you know, it's, it's like that big kid that plays in the under-13s when he runs out and everyone says, oh, he shouldn't be playing yeah. and all the parents worry. But the kids... They don't have any problem. They just run in and get the ball and away they went. So it was more about the people watching. And, and then after a while, they, they didn't even worry on them because it was just, uh, you know, they didn't. They saw that she didn't do, you know, she's not a wrecking ball. She just goes out and, yeah, she played some good games and she played some not-so-good games. Yeah, and Chris, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really curious, uh, from your perspective, what's been uh, the biggest lesson that you've uh, had to learn in uh, from a coaching point of view? Oh, geez, that's a, that's. I haven't been asked that one today, and I've been asked a lot of questions. I'm spewing. Um, that was going to be my next question. Literally, I gave the <laughs> thumbs up to Hammer. I was going, that's such a good question. See, um, look, you don't really learn much because you just treated the same as you treat everybody else. I mean, she came in, and the, the only difference was she, you know, we had to get her a massive jumper and a bigger pair of shorts. But um, <laughs> basically, uh, basically, she came in and did what everybody else did. I mean, she uh, she trained hard, but you know, as I keep saying to the other, you know, I'm not quite sure what the AFL are so frightened of. There's some big girls running around in the in the uh, AFL Women's League who oh, are, yeah. you know, they're, they're just really good sportsmen. And when we all have to cope, and uh, I, th- I think it's just been a little bit overblown. I don't know whether the, the people have actually made the judgment have seen a play. Okay. What about criticism on the field, Chris? Hannah runs out on the ground. Uh, we know the sport is rife with sledging. It, it, you would imagine that she would have to be aware of the potential for, uh, you know, transphobic comments on the field. Has that been an issue? How has she handled it? Um, there was no, it didn't seem to be any, uh, we didn't get any, you know, feedback from uh, from Hannah herself. She she didn't seem to be sledged by anybody. I mean, some people made a sledge about her size, but not actually her transgender. So uh, I, I think we're a little bit more advanced than a lot of people think. You know, today we we kind of are more accepting of uh, you know other people's uh, strengths and weaknesses. Well, Chris, it's. Uh, I mean, I wish you the very very best of luck. I, I don't have a problem with it myself, and I think it's you know if the players all voted to say, look, you know, we don't think Hannah should be able to play at this stage, then, yeah, definitely, I think you'd have to address the issue. But it seems like it's a, a bit of a non-issue in some parts. Well, you know, it's, it's a bit like getting your driver's license. We can drive our cars here at 17, but you go to Melbourne, you can't. But, uh, you no, know, no, Chris, I reckon it's more Hannah like being them. a transgender footballer. But, I mean, <laughs> uh, well, I don't know, I don't know how you get your license in Canberra, but it's... Um, <laughs> <laughs> seems, seems like you have to jump through a few more hoops. Than hey, Mez, before we let Chris go, I do believe, Chris, your granddaughters are listeners of Merrickville. They love Merrick, yes. Sienna and uh, Willow Coates up there in the minor uh uh, listening intently and hoping that their pop's not too embarrassing. Oh, no. Uh, Pop's pop, nailing it. Pop has done a great job, except yeah. for that driving analogy. God, if he, <laughs> if he got out a minute before that, God, kids, you'd have something to be proud of. But anyway, it didn't work out that way. Chris Rourke, uh, Hannah Mounts, his coach, you're a gentleman, and I think it's great to see people like yourself supporting Hannah's uh, journey. Good on you, mate. Thanks very much. Enjoy your show. The best stuff from the Merrickville Catch-Up Podcast. Get it from the Triple M app. 104.9 Triple M.